roots extended from its sides. The seventeen-year-old boy lay at the bottom, downy beard, spindly arms and legs. His hands were bound, ankles tied. He lay on his side, knees to chest, cramped in the small space. The sand was wet with spittle where he had drooled. His eyes were wide with fear. His voice was hoarse from screaming. It wasn't that his brothers didn't hear him. Twenty-two years later, when a famine had tamed their swagger and guilt had dampened their pride, they would confess. We saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we would not hear. Chapter 42, verse 21. These are the great-grandsons of Abraham, the sons of Jacob, couriers of God's covenant to a galaxy of people. Tribes will bear their banners. The name of Jesus Christ will appear on their family tree. They are the Scripture's equivalent of royalty. Yet on this day, they were the Bronze Age version of a dysfunctional family. They could have had their own reality TV show. In the shadow of a sycamore, in earshot of Joseph's appeals, they chewed on venison and passed the wineskin. Cruel and oafish. Hearts as hard as the Canaanite desert. Lunch mattered more than their brother. They despised the boy. They hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. They hated him even more. They hated him. His brothers envied him. Chapter 37, verses 4 through 5, verse 8, and verse 11. Here's why. Their father pampered Joseph like a prized calf. Jacob had two wives, Leah and Rachel, but one love, Rachel. When Rachel died, Jacob kept her memory alive by fawning over their first son. The brothers worked all day. Joseph played all day. They wore clothes from a second-hand store. Jacob gave Joseph a hand-stitched, multicolored cloak with embroidered sleeves. They slept in the bunkhouse. He had a queen-sized bed in his own room. While they ran the family herd, Joseph, daddy's little darling, stayed home. Jacob treated the eleventh-born like a firstborn. The brothers spat at the sight of Joseph. To say the family was in crisis would be like saying a grass hut might be unstable in a hurricane. The brothers caught Joseph far from home, sixty miles away from Daddy's protection, and went nuclear on him. They stripped Joseph of his tunic. They took him and cast him into a pit. Verses 23 and 24. Defiant Verbs They wanted not only to kill Joseph, but also hide his body. This was a murderous cover-up from the get-go. We shall say, some wild beast has devoured him. Verse 20. Joseph didn't see this assault coming. He didn't climb out of bed that morning and think, I'd better dress in padded clothing because this is the day I get tossed into a hole. The attack caught him off guard. So did yours. Joseph's pit came in the form of a cistern. Maybe yours came in the form of a diagnosis, a foster home, or a traumatic injury. Joseph was thrown in a hole and despised. And you? Thrown in an unemployment line and forgotten. Thrown into a divorce and abandoned, into a bed and abused. The pit. A kind of death, waterless and austere. Some people never recover. Life is reduced to one quest, get out and never be hurt again. Not simply done. Pits have no easy exits. Joseph's story got worse before it got better. Abandonment led to enslavement, then entrapment, and finally imprisonment. He was sucker-punched, 
sold out, mistreated. People made promises only to break them, offered gifts only to take them back. If hurt were a swampland, then Joseph was sentenced to a life of hard labor in the Everglades. Yet he never gave up. Bitterness never staked its claim. Anger never metastasized into hatred. His heart never hardened. His resolve never vanished. He not only survived, he thrived. He ascended like a helium balloon. An Egyptian official promoted him to chief servant. The prison warden placed him over the inmates. And Pharaoh, the highest ruler on the planet, shoulder-tapped Joseph to serve as his prime minister. By the end of his life, Joseph was the second most powerful man of his generation. It is not hyperbole to state that he saved the world from starvation. How would that look on a resume? Joseph, son of Jacob, graduate with honors from the University